Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogdistov. Hello and welcome to our new episode in our podcast on Management Research. Uh, Last time in my episode, I referred to the relational model theory because I thought I made an episode on it, but I discovered that I didn't. That is why I thought, why not making one or several episodes dedicated to this powerful, interesting anthropological theory. First time I encountered the theory was in 2011, because one of the supervisors of my doctoral thesis um, was competent in this field, and he made his PhD in the relational model theory field. And uh, I started reading about the theory and I found it fascinating. It did not become part of my thesis, but it became a part of my research. And uh, I think the first paper that I published was about the relational models theory and how the relational models evolve over time and whether there are differences between the two countries. We try to compare Germany and Ukraine. And also within the Germany, we try to look at the eastern and western part of Germany and whether they differ. And we found significant differences that indeed history matters and we become dependent on certain types of relationships that we inherit from previous political or societal systems. Initially, the relational models theory comes from Alan Fisk and he published his book in 1991, if I remembered correctly in 1992 the famous paper where he described the four models of relationships and he proposed a very interesting concept he said that first of all the main assumption was that people are fundamentally sociable and that people want to interact in our social life is understood in terms of relationships with other people In his research, he went to one of the primitive societies and he observed how relationships look like there and he tried to find commonalities. And this is a very powerful factor if you find something that is common between the modern society and one of the primitive societies that live, let's say, without TV, without radio, without a lot of relationships with the uh, outside world. If you find something common, in these two types of societies, then you can claim that the relationship that you found is very robust. It means after thousands of years of development, the society still retained the models of relationships. And this is what he found. He found about four, he found four models of relationships that he could observe in the primitive societies and in the modern Western societies. That is why the finding is the anthropological finding, but it relates to different other aspects like psychology and sociology. And the reason for this is that each relationship is a complex entity and each relationship includes several dimensions because the relationship is about the moral, it is about the type of communication, it's about the distribution of work, distribution of resources. So several aspects that come into play here. And an interesting assumption, or the observation, it was the assumption that was supported by an observation, is that we have a kind of model of relationship. And if we are in a certain model or the mode of relationship, then all of a sudden certain skills, certain dimensions, they take a certain values and they are kind of interrelated. 
Alan Fisk said that he could find four types of relationships, four relational models that he called communal sharing, equality matching, authority ranking, and market pricing. And he said, if you are in a certain model of relationship, and I think we're going to talk about these models in the next episode, because it would be a bit too much for the first one, then you have a typical behavior with regard to the morals, with regard to the interactions with each other, with regards to job distribution, with regard to resource distribution, with regard to decision-making, and they're all interrelated. As soon as you switch the model, and we switch models, we use all four models, depending on the relationship we are in, you will all of a sudden switch also all other skills that underlie this relational model. And that is why he argued that it is good knowing this model, because then you can kind of simplify the estimation of all other skills on these models. And this is, by the way, the paper that I related to in my previous episode, because we assume that these relational models can be perceived as heuristics that allow people to make decisions or conclusions based on the all I think they argue seven dimensions that underlie a relationship. Knowing the heuristic will help you understand how people will act with regard to seven different dimensions of a relationship. I hope it was interesting, I hope it was helpful, I hope you are eager to know what kind of models he proposed, and in the next episodes we are going to talk about these models or modes of relationship. Wish you all the best, and... Bye-bye.